Welcome to the Rimfire Tactical Podcast. This is your host, Chris, from rimfiretactical.com, and I'm glad you're here. Welcome to episode 62, everybody. Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy and um, navigating the, I guess, the the downside or downturn or whatever we want to call it, uh, where we're trying to get away from uh, COVID dominating every conversation. First and foremost, if you are a returning visitor, or listener, thanks for coming back. Really do appreciate it more than you can possibly imagine. Um, if you had told me a little over a year ago when we were starting this podcast that uh, we would have this many people listening on a a uh, weekly basis, if you told me we're going to have this many thousands of, of not just uh, downloads, but subscribers, um, I would have... I would first have laughed at you and told you, you're crazy, you've lost your mind. Um, <laughs> and and second of all, I probably would have uh, rethought things a little bit and um, probably done a better job on the front end uh, with not only the software I'm using on the podcast, but also uh, some of the equipment. But I want to spend some time today talking about where things are with Rimfire Tactical. Back in January of 2020, way before anybody had ever heard of COVID or Corona, I mean, Corona at that time was a beer. Um, Back at that point, I had talked about the fact that as much as I enjoy the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group and frankly, have been blown away by the growth there as well. I wanted to create a forum for us to spend time talking about guns and everything without the issues that go with having a Facebook group. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar what some of those issues are, first and foremost, don't ever for a second think that Facebook is your friend. They're not especially when it comes to anything that is related to guns. Facebook is uh, very clear in their rules that if you have a group on Facebook, that at any point in time, your group can disappear. It can disappear with the touch of one button from someone at Facebook. If they see their rules being violated, if they receive reports from members of different things happening within a group. And the reality is they can can, uh, destroy or nuke the group, if you will. They can do all of that because they just decided they want to. At the end of the day, it's their world. They just allow us to play in it. And after seeing so many groups on Facebook, gun groups, grow to have 50 or 60 or 70 or even 80,000 members and go to bed one night with 80,000 members to wake up the next morning and for that group to not even exist anymore. You know, that's a scary proposition for someone that has spent a lot of time uh, growing a group. Now, in case you guys are wondering, there's no income in this for me. We don't currently sell anything. 
We don't uh, promote products. We don't have sponsors of the group. We don't have sponsors of the podcast. Everything that uh, we do in regards to Rimfire Tactical is funded by me. And, um, and I do that because I enjoy it. Uh, I really do. Well, the thing is, you know, if we have this group and we continue to grow, I mean, back then, I think we had, uh, in January of 2020, I can tell you, we had just over 5,000 members. And I remember making a commitment that we were going to start a forum. And I also talked about goals for 2020. And one of my goals was that we would have over 10,000 members. I didn't think that would happen for a second, but it was a goal. And I'm, I'm a big fan of goals and goal setting. And so, you know, I'm like, I've always thought you put this huge goal out there that you don't think you can hit, but then you have this really big goal you're trying to reach. And even if you don't get to it, if you get close, man, look how far you've come. So that's where I came up with the idea of hitting 10,000 members by, um, you know, the end of 2020. Now, of course, I had no idea that COVID was going to happen or, you know, people would be stuck at home. But I can tell you that what did happen was that we hit 10,000 members, if I remember correctly, in September. It was either September or October of 2020. We've now got nearly 18,000 members. And frankly, if we weren't so diligent about keeping out all the spammers and all the bots and all that stuff, we'd probably be in the neighborhood of about 30 to 40,000 members. We actually decline membership requests daily. We decline about eight to 10 times the number of people that we approve into the group, myself and the mods. And, you know, from the standpoint of growing a group, that might sound crazy, but here's the thing. We don't want people in there who are spamming every post with links to sell ammo or guns or whatever. You know, all the things that, A, they violate Facebook rules, so it would be a perfect way for the group to disappear. B, we don't want the members in the group being taken advantage of by scammers who are trying to get somebody to go to a website promising they have ammunition and it's cheap or optics or whatever, and you're putting your credit card information in. And you're not going to get the ammo. You're not going to get the optics. What you are going to get, though, is a bunch of fraudulent purchases on your credit card. And, you know, don't worry. You'll get your money back. But those businesses where those credit cards or your credit card was used, they're going to be out of product and they're going to be out the uh, the money. So, you know, we don't want that stuff happening in there. So we, we, we grew the group way more than I had expected. And we started the process. We started having conversations last year, working with a, a web developer that I, I work with on some other businesses. Um, we started talking about putting together a forum. And what I quickly learned is that it was really easy to get a forum up. But what I also quickly learned is, man, there's a lot of stuff that goes into having a forum that I hadn't really thought of originally. And, you know, I wanted the forum to go live in somewhat of a final uh, stage. I didn't want to launch a forum and then have it get attacked by all kinds of spammers and bots and all this stuff that I'm not even that familiar with a lot of the terms or I wasn't back then, but I don't want to create something 
just to have all kinds of issues come out of it. I'd much rather go slow and steady and address these issues on the front end before we go live with it. So, you know, it became apparent that um, the web developer I do a lot of work with, he told me, he said, man, if I were you, I would actually find someone that builds forms. I would find somebody that has history in this because they're going to do a better job for you than I will. And, uh, and he and I have a great relationship. So, I mean, he's, he knows to shoot me straight and I'm going to shoot him straight. And so, you know, we, we had a great conversation about it and he's like, look, I want you to get what you want. And I'm afraid you're not going to get that. You know, if we do this, I think you need somebody that really has a history there. Uh, sorry, little COVID coffee. And so, um, I did some searching around. I actually found someone who's built a number of forums and, uh, built some forums that I use and I'm a member of. And so we had some conversations in 2020 and, um, you know, at the time we weren't really sure what was happening. So we kind of tabled it for a little bit and then we restarted the conversation, uh, at the end of the last year, maybe the beginning of this year, I can't remember for sure. And what I can tell you is that um, the forum still isn't live, but that's because we're doing it right. And so for those of you that have been curious about it and what's happening there, um, we are putting more and more security in place because in my other, uh, one of the other industries that I, I work in, uh, the credit card processing industry, we have seen an incredible growth in online fraud. We've seen so much growth in not only hacking and people trying to um, take over other websites, hijack them, if you will. Uh, we have seen a tremendous increase in... Um, what's called authorization testing where people try to make purchases and they're not really trying to make a purchase on the website. They're just trying out credit card numbers to see which ones work. And, you know, most of those get declined, but what really matters is a business over a four, five, maybe a six hour period, they could have as many as 60 to 80, maybe even a hundred thousand purchase attempts, which we refer to as authorization attempts and that will cost a business thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in processing fees that are legitimate because they were, you know, this was a transaction that was legitimately attempted, but the business received no benefit whatsoever. So we're seeing so many different types of fraud and things like that. So I've actually slowed down the developer. And like I said, I found a rock star of a developer that's building this for us. Um, he is a great guy, but I've slowed him down uh, just in my requests for, you know, putting the type of, of security measures in place to try to keep these people from getting into our site and giving us the ability to do a lot of different things because you know, for those of you who are thinking to yourself, and some of you have voiced this, and I appreciate it, the fact that, you know, when I mentioned this the first time back in, um, 
I guess it was in 2020, about possibly starting a forum. I had a number of people in the the Rimfire Tactical group who were like, uh, yeah, there, there's already a Rimfire Tactical forum. It's called the Rimfire section on Sniper's Hide. Um, or, hey, there's already this thing called Rimfire Central. Or, hey, there's already a forum called whatever. You know, there's a bunch of different gun forums out there. There's thousands of them. And there's a lot of them that are really good. I'm a member of a lot of them. But at the end of the day, I find that the forums that are uh, more generic, I do think they have a larger audience. They have more members than groups that are uh, more specific, if you will, in you know the topic of conversation. But I also think the ones that are more specific quite often have some great information in them. Now, there's some exceptions, and I think Sniper's Hide is a, is a great example. The guys that are, and girls, that are members at Sniper's Hide, um, the rimfire section there, it's full of great info, great people. But, uh, you know, like I said, this has been kind of on my radar for some time to have the Rimfire Tactical Forum. And so we've been working very diligently at getting that in place. Um, my guy, Jeremy, that's working on it is just doing an incredible job. And and I'm really um, just um, thankful and grateful that I was able to, to uh, not only, you know, meet him and talk to him, but, uh, you know, to convince him to build this for us and, and, uh, you know, those of you who are thinking, well, you know, whatever you're thinking, if it's not a positive, just, you know, it is what it is. I get it. But, you know, from my standpoint, we're spending, you know, a fair amount of money on this, not only in the hosting, but, uh, and getting everything right, you know, Jeremy's really, really good at what he does. <laughs> that means he's not free. And so we're investing a lot of money into this because I have a vision for where I want this to go. I want this to become like the premier forum for this type of shooting. You know, is that to say that it's going to put other forums out of business or, you know, steal away members and their uses is going to drop down? Of course not. I mean, if you were to look, if you compared just the two sites that I think of the most for Rimfires, I think of Sniper's Hide and I think of Rimfire Central. Now, there's tons of others. Um, Ventures.com, um, that's a great one. Um, Accurate Shooter is another one. The High Road, 24-hour campfire if you're into hunting. You know, there's... there's <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands of great forums out there. But the thing is, if you go, if you could, could magically take all of those forums and cross-reference the members of each forum, what you would find is that I'm guessing probably 75 to 80% of the members at Sniper's Hide are also members at Rimfire Central. I think the number of people who are members at Rimfire Central that are also members at Sniper's Hide would be a much lower percentage, probably about 50%. Um, but you'll see that all across the web, we have people who are in multiple forums. 
So I see ours as just another option. Now, when we launch the form, you know, the, the folks in the Facebook group, they're going to know about that first because we want a soft opening, if you will. Uh, you know, when you're opening a business, it's one thing to advertise for weeks and weeks and weeks on your opening day. Uh, lots of businesses do that. And that's when they have their grand opening. One of the things that a lot of business owners know, and because I get to work with so many of them, you know, I've learned from my clients, is that what is every bit as important as the grand opening is the soft opening that usually happens a week to two weeks beforehand. And that's when you really don't tell anybody you're doing anything. Just one day you have a sign in the window that says, now open. And suddenly you let people come in on their own and they get to shop around the store. They get to check out your food if you're a restaurant. In the case of a forum, you know, they get to start posting, um, sharing some photos, some things like that. And um, frankly, you know, as some of the founding members will be able to, to help us identify things that maybe we missed in the design or we missed in the implementation and uh, they can help us make it even better. So, you know, we'll be making that announcement here in uh, maybe the next few weeks may take longer. Um, you know, this isn't Jeremy's full-time job. And so he's working on it as he can. And, um, you know, I'm frankly very limited in my ways to help him because he's the rock star there. But, you know, that's what we're doing with the forum and the reason that we're doing it. Now, I've had several people ask me specifically about, um, you know, some support and some things like that. And, you know, I appreciate it more than you guys can imagine. Um, you know, I don't know exactly what we're going to do yet. Um, we're not looking for anything. You know, we're not asking people to, uh, to do anything, you know, donate or anything like that. Um, something that we're probably going to do at some point, and this is more so because we've had so many requests for it. Uh, and I just kept putting it off, but, um, we're probably going to have some shirts. Well, no, let me rephrase that. We're not probably going to. I'm going to commit to doing that. I'm going to have some hats, some, some shirts, um, probably some patches and some stickers as well. And uh, we're also going to do uh, something I just I think it's cool. Um, maybe it's cheesy. I don't know. But I'm probably going to have some Rimfire Tactical um, Challenge Coins uh, done up and everything. And, you know, those things... It's not something that, uh, do I think we'll sell a lot? Eh, maybe we may sell a ton. We may not sell any. I don't know. But uh, I've had so many people who have asked me specifically about having something like that. And, uh, you know, if nothing else, man, the way I see it is if I get to go shoot the match and, you know, there's some kids there at, um, you know, I don't know how it works at all the different matches in different areas, but I can tell you where I shoot. Uh, outside of the PRS matches, um, the PRS match, there was some ammo given away to the top, uh, I think top youth shooter and maybe the top two or three shooters, uh, in the match. And that's really about it. And, and this is the fir very first match that we, that they ran at the club. So could that change in the future? Absolutely. I'm sure it probably will, 
Uh, I can't tell you that I've ever shot in a lot of matches. Uh, I've actually never shot in any where there was a prize table. And that's more about you know me and where I shoot. Uh, I know, obviously, with PRS and NRL matches, uh, you know, especially larger matches, there's typically a prize table and stuff like that. But where I am, you know, just in reality, that's not the case. So if nothing else, if it's nothing more than just me getting to go and shooting a match and, uh, you know, having a youth shooter that's there that, you know, if I've got a hat with me or a couple shirts or something like that or some stickers or something, even if it's just something I can give them, um, it's got nothing to do with me, but at least that kid's getting to walk away with something. I mean, that's seriously, that's the reason that uh, I wanted to, to do some of this. Um, I think little things like that make so much of a difference. Um, you know, you think of the kid that gets to go and, um, I don't care what it is. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a fan of participation trophies at all, but I am a fan of doing smart things to encourage people to come back. And, you know, a kid that comes out and has a good time and even has just a little souvenir, maybe it's a little challenge coin or something like that. At least they took away something from that match instead of, you know, they didn't shoot well. Maybe they got really frustrated with themselves. Maybe they got fussed at by their uh, parents or somebody else because they didn't know what they were doing. And, you know, even if they weren't getting fussed at or criticized, if it came across that way, you know, that's a negative experience for that kid. And that kid may not want to come back and shoot another match because of it. So, you know, we're going to have some merchandise and some stuff like that that's available. You know, I'm not exactly sure um, the route we're going to go yet. Uh, it could be something that's as simple as as print on demand. Uh, it may be something that, you know, if I can get a great deal on, uh, on it in some quantity, I'll end up ordering it. And, uh, you know, that's fine too. At the end of the day though, it's, it's got everything to do with ways that, um, I'm hoping I can give back a little bit to the community that means so much to me. So for those of you that have been wondering what's happening with the, uh, the forum, you know, if that's something that just went by the wayside or whatever, it's not, it's just that there's a lot more in it or that there's a lot more that goes into it than what I thought there would be. And, um, you know, if we're going to do it, we want to do it right. Um, you know, we've, I've learned some, uh, you know, from the mistakes that we've made, um, case in point, you know, when we first started the Rimfire Tactical Group, uh, we had that group for probably a year or a year and a half. And, you know, we would occasionally get new members. Um, and we grew the group up to about 400 or so members without ever realizing that there was a way that I could not really advertise it. I've, I've never paid for advertising for the group, but just mentioning it here and mentioning it there. Um, you know, just little things like that made a huge difference. And so, you know, I started this as a, as a, as something just, a, you know, a fun thing to do. And, and it's still, what's so cool about it is it's still a really fun thing to do, but, uh, I didn't know what I was doing when I started the group. Uh, I certainly could have done things better. And, you know, so we're always trying to, to find ways to work, um, or make the group work better. 
um, make approvals uh, smoother and also being more selective about who gets into the group. And that's just because, like I had mentioned before, and maybe even on a previous episode, you know, we're policing that group really hard in terms of who's getting into the group because there are so many spammers out there that, and I didn't understand that was a thing. I mean, I just recently learned about that. You know, the spammers that are getting into Facebook groups and stuff like that. Um, It's one of the reasons that for any of the new members of the group that are listening, people who have joined over the last few months, um, you know, for a long time, you didn't have to answer questions to get into the group. And then we started asking questions and, uh, you know, I felt like that did a pretty good job to, to help us keep some, um, (laughs) what I, what my, my grandparents would call riffraff out of the group, you know, people who were there to cause trouble, uh, people who didn't know anything about, um, um, guns, but were there just to either stir the pot or more often than not, uh, you know, people who would be in, in there because of, uh, trying to, uh, sell something to the members of the group. I know we had one guy that, uh, every single time I turned around on every post, he was, he was, uh, replying and linking to his website where he was selling springs for Glocks and stuff. And, you know, maybe he's got a cool business. I don't know, but it definitely is not the way to to handle things, but you know, we didn't have any questions in the beginning. Then we put in que- had questions, but I thought I was doing something great. But you know, what I didn't think about is the answer to those questions was yes. The correct answer for all three questions was yes, and I, I didn't understand that those bots I was talking about earlier. I didn't understand that those bots are designed, you know, where they can answer questions, and so they answer the questions as yes. So I recently changed the third question to who makes the best ammunition. You know, the first ones talk about being respectful of other members, not posting links to outside sites, you know, common sense stuff for Facebook. And uh, those answers, you know, those would still be yes. But when it comes to um, that third question, I just simply changed the question. It's no longer yes or no. It's who makes the best rimfire ammunition. Now, what's interesting about it is uh, I assumed, and you know what they say about when you assume, makes an ass out of you and me. Um, But what I assumed would happen is everybody would respond with either Ely or they would respond with Lapua. (laughs) I finally said it right. Uh, you know, Lapua or uh, Ely. That's exactly what I expected. What has blown my mind are the number of people who answer that question with CCI or federal or even Hornady. And, uh, you know, when people answer it with one of those, I look a little harder at their profile and we still keep a lot of people out um, because, you know, it turns out you see all kinds of uh, drama on their Facebook profile. And the way I see it, if you're bringing drama on your Facebook profile, you're probably going to bring drama into my group as well. So I don't, we don't want that type of drama in the group. So we're just going to leave those folks out. 
But, uh, uh, you know, we, we put those questions in place just to try to, to keep the members from having to deal with some of those additional issues that seem to pop up and, and the things that we see happening in other groups. And, you know, we're, we're trying to do the same thing with the group that we're doing with the website. Um, we're focusing on, you know, when we see issues pop up uh, in similar groups or websites, you know, similar forums, um, you know, I go back to Jeremy and I'm like, hey, is there a way that we can address this now, not try to fix it later? And, um, you know, I'm going to owe him a whole lot more than 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 just the normal fee uh, for building it by the time we're done with all this, because he's been so patient and kind and done a phenomenal job with it. But, you know, again, it's something that we're doing to try to get things as good as they can be before we launch. Uh, something else that I've talked about in the past, and it got pushed off, but um, I'm going to be revisiting it very soon, is uh, the software that we use for the podcast. In the the entire time we've done this podcast, we've used one software to do it, and I'm sure there's more capabilities with the software that I take advantage of, but the only reason I used it is because it was quick and easy to use, and it was it was it was a way to get started. Um, I am a huge fan of taking action versus research. I believe in researching, absolutely do, but um, I believe the quote goes: uh, "Imperfect action beats action." When um, someone takes no action. I think that's how it said, but you know, the gist of it is even if you're doing something and you're not doing it right, as long as you're taking action, you're still going to be farther ahead than somebody who is still doing the research and still hasn't got started. And that was my thought process with the podcast. I'd had this idea for a while. I kept thinking about it and the more research I kept doing, the more confusing it kept getting with which software to use, you know, what mic to use and, and all this stuff. And for those of you that haven't figured this out yet, I'll just go ahead and, and kind of give you a behind the scenes look at how this works. Uh, right now, the software that we use, I actually record every episode on my phone. The reason I do it on my phone versus doing it through my laptop is because when you do it through the laptop, uh, it limits you on several things actually from the the time of the podcast the recording time to a few different things so i actually use my iphone to record the podcast uh for a mic i'm using airpods uh airpod pros and you know it's far from ideal um when it comes to lots of little things that i think are cool with podcasts you know nice little intro music um you know, different intros and outros, stuff like that. Uh, the software is very limited on what you can do. It has a full library of music that you can use, but the music is only heard by people who are listening to the podcast through that podcast software. So, you know, like I said, it's great uh, for what it is. Uh, you know, actually, I guess it's really good for what I paid for it, which is nothing. I mean, it was a free software to use and, um, you know, and it was a way to get started. But uh, what's really cool is that 
uh, I'm in the process of finalizing the purchase of a, a new business. And with this business, um, I'm getting some quite a bit of real estate. And what I'm actually doing with some office space is I'm going to build out a podcast studio at this office. So I'm actually going to have a studio to produce the podcast. We're going to be uh, stepping up our game with the software and uh, also with the um, everything from some intro and outro music to some better mics. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to try to take this in a more professional approach, if you will, instead of the, uh, the backwoods version that we've had so far. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so blown away that we still have listeners after going back and listening to some of the episodes and like, gosh, this is just, (laughs) it could be, it could be produced and sound so much better. But, uh, the cool thing is, uh, once we have everything in place, we're going to be able to get guests on the podcast much more often because we're going to have a much better setup than we've had in the past. In the past, we've had some awesome guests, a couple that come to mind. Um, we had, um, Mike Suttle on Mike's a, a sponsored shooter by Voodoo. Um, very, very accomplished shooter, not just in the rimfire world, but, um, just, you know, he's, he's got a phenomenal background in shooting. Uh, we also had, uh, AJ Stewart on in the past and AJ at the time we were talking about his 650 yard Coke can challenge. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, he'd shot a uh, Coke can on video at 650 yards with his voodoo gunworks uh, rifle. Uh, now the cool thing is we're going to have to get him back on here, but we're going to wait until we get the, the new software in place and everything. But we want to get him back on here because um, apparently he got bored shooting at like 650 yards. I think it was, it was either 600 or 650. Uh, but he got bored with that. And so if you're a part of the, the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group, you know this already. But uh, if you don't, uh, he got bored with 650 and said, you know what? We're going to go ahead and shoot out to like 1,200 or 1,250 yards. And, uh, you know, he has he is definitely stretching the 22 long rifle. Um, he is stretching it out there. And not just like shooting somewhere and then he gets a hit and goes, oh, that's it. I mean, he's shooting at a plate with multiple impacts on that plate all on film so we're going to start bringing uh, a lot of other people onto the podcast uh some of the guests well i'm not even going to tell you who we've got lined up yet but let's just say that we've got some um some people from the shooting community that are uh shooters and these would be folks that are shooting on a local or, or national level we're also going to have some people on from uh, different manufacturers, and this could be anything from a gun manufacturer to optics companies, um, barrel companies, um, lots of different options that are coming up there. We're going to uh, work really hard to have some folks on. I know we've had some preliminary conversations, but uh, uh, plan on having some folks on from some of the different types of competition that are shot uh, around the country and around the world. You know, everything from NRL 22 to PRS, uh, Steel Challenge, lots of different things there. 
So we're going to have a lot that we're going to be able to bring to the table over the next uh, several months as we get settled into this new office space and get that podcast room built out um, the way we want to. And, you know, in, in reality, um, <laughs> it's like anything else. You know, the way we want to is probably going to be, um, you know, on the more costly side. So it'll take a little longer to get it done. But like I said, uh, as much as I uh, prefer to take action uh, instead of just, you know, sitting back and and doing nothing for a while, uh, we'll keep doing podcasts on this software until we have the uh, everything else in place. But that's it really for this episode. This is just kind of a catching up. Want to let you know kind of where things stand as far as the forum goes. Uh, you know what's happening with the Facebook group, what we're looking to do, and you know ultimately we're just looking to get this to a point where um, people can do as much as possible uh, in really whatever format they want. They'll have the Facebook group if they're a Facebook user and they prefer Facebook over uh, going to a forum. They'll have a forum that they can go to if they're not a fan of Facebook. Um, and trust me, there's a lot of, of people who aren't. I know I get DMs from people all the time telling me how I need to go and move the group over to, you know, MeWe or Parler or you name it, because there's a new social media that I hear about just about once a week. But the reality is Facebook has the most users and there's already 18,000 members or nearly 18,000 members right now in the group on Facebook. We created a group around MeWe and we have less than 200 members. You know, it, it's just one of those things. So having a format where people can, they can listen to the podcast if they want to. Awesome. They want to go to the forum. They can go there. If they want to go to Facebook. They can go there. If they've got a gun, they want to sell head over to the forum. You know, if you've got an optics you want to sell, go to the forum. If you're looking to buy a, a gun, optics, ammo, magazines, whatever, head on over to the forum. You know, we're trying to, to put as many options in place for you guys as we can. You know, if you, uh, if you want to support us, fantastic, you know, love to have you there. And, and, you know, really, I mean, like I said, before long, we're going to have some merchandise available. We will. And, you know, if you want to support us, that's great. You know, appreciate it. But if you don't want to purchase a hat, purchase a shirt, things like that, no problem. Support us with content. Support us by helping new shooters who have questions, giving them answers. Support us with giving us reviews. Tell us about some equipment that you've used that you had good success with. Or if you had a challenge with some equipment, let us know. Maybe somebody else had the same challenge and they may have a solution for you you know keep providing the great content you've been providing you guys do an, 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 just a phenomenal job and it's why you know we're striving as hard as we can to make the rimfire tactical group the premier group on facebook and you know eventually one of the premier for, gun forums on the web so that's it for this week guys thanks so much for tuning in if you're not a member of the Facebook group, head on over to Rimfire Tactical on Facebook and uh, request to join. But remember what I said, if you don't answer the questions, you're not getting in. So remember, go out, have fun, shoot a lot, shoot fast, shoot often. Remember, it's Rimfire Tactical. It's not just a 22.